Haryam, Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. The mind is our most valued equipment. And there's so many analogies about likening the mind to how powerful it is. And one of the ones that have really struck with me is that the mind is like the ocean, in the sense that it's so vast and it's so deep. And we see so little of it from the surface. And we see the play of the waves, but we don't see how deep it goes. And I think they have found that it goes as deep as how tall the Everest is. So even with our mind, we see the play of a few thoughts on the surface. We see the conscious mind. And we, we don't really have a sense of how deep our subconscious goes. And our subconscious goes into lifetimes worth of vasanas. And so managing the mind, understanding the mind, being able to use the mind in the most effective way becomes the best means by which we can progress in any field and definitely on the spiritual field. So Pujagurudev in his introductory textbook, The Manual of Self-Unformment, he talks about the mind and the definition he uses is the mind is a flow of thoughts. And to be able to manage the mind, we have to understand the, the speed, so the quantity. If you're likening it to the river, then the speed of the water, and in the same way, the speed of our thoughts, how many thoughts we have in a particular duration of time. The quality, so in terms of the river, it would be how clear the water is, how clean it is, and exactly the same with our thoughts, the quality of our thoughts and the direction of our thoughts. So the direction of the river is where it ends up, either in a waterfalls, and usually it will end up with the ocean. So here too, with the direction of our thoughts is, where is the thoughts taking us? And so the direction of our thoughts is usually one or the other of our desires, which can become our ambition, which can become our goals. So to see each one, The quantity, the speed of our mind, is how many thoughts we're thinking in a particular duration. The more the speed, the faster the mind, the more the thoughts in a moment, the more restless the mind is, the more it's considered disturbed. And so we'll see that when we're anxious, when we're angry, then we have so many thoughts. And when we're happy, when we're relaxed, when we have confidence, when we at ease when we're holding on to faith, then the mind as though slows down. So the quieter the mind, or the slower the mind, the healthier the mind. And here especially because we can't see the gaps between the thoughts when they're very, very fast. So even when we're recording these talks and we want to edit it, sometimes if the speed is fast, if I'm talking very fast, then the pattern on the computer just looks continuous. And then you have to zoom in, zoom in, zoom in to find that gap between the thoughts or the words rather. And in our mind too, when we're thinking continuously, one thought after the other, it appears as there's no break. And unless there's that gap or there's that break, we can have the opportunity to change what we are thinking. Whereas 
when the mind is slow, that gap is prominent. And when the thought comes, I evaluate, do I want to think in this direction or not? And I can change the directions of, of my thought. So speed doesn't allow me to make choice. Whereas when the mind is slower, I have got more of an opportunity to exercise choice. So the quality of the mind, we can understand fairly easily. A quality is the kind of thoughts we are thinking. And so we would talk about um, the impurities of the mind being karma, krodha, lopa, moha, madha, matsarya, all anger, jealousy, pride, arrogance, all of those which would make us more self-absorbed, more selfish, more impulsive, more deluded, all of that would be undesirable. And qualities such as compassion, love, patience, forbearance, acceptance, all of these are good quality thoughts. And lastly, the direction. So the direction is largely determined by my knowledge. I can only think in the direction of what I already know. And so when I learn something new, then only I can now think in that direction. So knowledge becomes crucial in all three aspects. In helping me to slow down, knowledge becomes crucial in, in helping me purify and improve the quality, and in also in choosing the direction of the flow of thoughts. And the mind is so powerful that it creates who I am and the reality around me. So Puja Gurudev talks about the mind by nature is made to create whatever it thinks about. And so you'll find we do this all the time. I think up a recipe and then I go and cook it. So it started as a thought, it becomes a dish. And all of creation works this way. An artist seeing a beautiful scenery in nature is inspired and has a thought. He holds that thought in his mind and duplicates it on the canvas. Scientists have this thought of wanting to find a cure for a particular disease, wanting to invent something that is helpful for the handicapped, wanting to discover something so that it is more economically friendly or environmentally friendly. It starts off with a thought and then they continuously work at it and sometimes years later or sometimes not so long they actually create it. Right? So even now recently there's a story of a man who has lost both his legs and he wanted to create bionic legs that would be comfortable to walk in. And technology has improved so much that he has, and he's been able to. And so that same technology now, they, they're looking at using it with people who have all their limbs, but the knee is not working, or the ankle is sprained. Then this becomes a gadget that gets added onto the body to take away the stress and strain from that particular limb so that it can heal and not get further damage and the person can continue to function as normal. It starts off as a thought. Maybe the thought starts because there was a need. 
Maybe the thought starts because of desire or just some kind of fascination, intrigue, curiosity, and then it happens, right? It can be something as profound as bionic legs or creating a new recipe. When we think the wheels start in motion, the mind starts, the wheel starts in motion to create. But when we're not single-pointed, we don't finish. We start with a thought and then it dies without becoming a reality. Then we start with another thought and it dies without becoming a reality. And so for any kind of success, we have to hold that thought and see it through. And even in terms of our spiritual growth, when I have the thought of being disciplined, or if I have the thought of being compassionate, if I have the thought of being divine, this concentration, a strong mind is needed to be able to see it through. So we control the mind in order to make it single-pointed so that we can have success in whatever it is we take up and want to do. So worth thinking about why this is so important and definitely worth working towards. Think about it. For more information on Chinmaya Mission, visit our website, chinmayamission.com. For all the young adults out there, to know about our upcoming activities at the nearest Chinmaya Mission Center, visit us at chinmayayuvakendra.org. And for all our parents and teachers listening, please visit chinmayakids.org for an interactive experience of spirituality on a digital platform. Spellings of the website are provided in the description field of the podcast.